I think a lot of people probably have heard of peer groups. Um, hopefully you know the value of doing it or the value of not doing it, depending on where you're at. Let's talk about how to do it. This is the PMP Industry Insider Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome out to another episode of the PMP Industry Insider Podcast, where we look at what is changing in the industry and take it to the front lines to those that are driving those changes. As always, I'm Donnie Shelton, owner of Triangle Home Services, which has Triangle Pest as well as Triangle Lawn. And with me, uh, should I say on location? I don't, I don't know how to describe your location, but Mr. Dan Gordon. Dan, would you like to say hello? Talk a little bit about where you're at. Yeah. which most people really care about, right? And then, yeah, absolutely. and then <laughs> we'll get into, into our topic. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good morning. Uh, it's Dan Gordon, uh, PCO Bookkeepers, um, uh, outsource CFO work, uh, accounting work for uh, pest and lawn uh, people, uh, as well as an exit planning firm. But uh, I am on location at the WorkWave Beyond Service Conference. What a party. I mean, what an educational uh, conference. Uh, it, uh, it, 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 they don't disappoint. It was really, really terrific. Um, here's the last day, but, uh, lots and lots of educational, uh, information. And then each night, the entertainment was terrific culminating last night with the signature for anybody who went to pest world for the last two years, the signature workwave rave complete with cheesy blinking ice cubes in your drink. And, wow. uh, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors and everything else. And it was a, a lot of fun. So uh, work wave kudos to those guys. They, they really know how to throw a, uh, a conference. So uh, yeah, really enjoyed that. Hey, um, but hang on. I've never had like lighted ice cubes in my, I guess, I guess I don't really drink. So maybe that's not a, I don't lighted ice cubes in a Coke doesn't sound too exciting. Yeah, it's probably the most unsanitary thing you could ever think of. It's it, it, it's these plastic things with these little light bulbs and a little oh. switch that, yeah. that you turn the switch and you can make them blink and you put them in your drink and, um, you know, uh, it's... Uh, it's not enough know. to get hammered. You got to look, you got to be in style while you get hammered. Yeah, you can't get hammered without the... It, right. It's, right. Uh, you, you know... Got and by, by the way, there were plenty of people who were hammered, so... Uh, <laughs> It was um, it was good. Not me though. Uh, but but well, I'll tell you what. We yeah, brought right. a crew. We brought a bunch of our young guys, and they just had a blast. You know, talking to friends and clients, and uh, and learned a lot. And uh, it was really terrific. So, uh, like I said, kudos to Workway for a, a, a great job putting it together. Good, good, good. Well, let's get into our topic, Dan. You want to introduce our topic? Yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting because, you know, we've been talking about this topic for a while and I brought it up at a couple of the sessions that I did at WorkWave. Um, you know, if, if anybody was interested in, in, and got uh, plenty of interest. So um, we've been, you know, I've been involved personally with peer groups for probably about 10 years now, uh, running them and whatnot. And, uh, you know, one of the neat things with peer groups is they're very educational. They keep uh, me close to the industry, you know, uh, obviously we do accounting work, but it keeps me close to, to folks operationally and everything. And I really enjoy it. And you and I were talking about expanding uh, and doing more peer groups. And, uh, and so I, I think that, uh, you know, I brought it up at uh, a couple of my sessions and we had quite a bit of interest. So today we're going to talk about peer groups. What exactly is a peer group? And um, so I will um, let you uh, uh, introduce uh, yeah. your take on it. And, yeah. And uh, then we can, um, you know, well, as my son says, we can chop it up. 
like most things, I have quite a few opinions on this topic. And, you know, the, t- the actual, we named it peer groups, next level opportunity or a waste of time. And, you know, I came up with that title because it absolutely could be either one. Um, really depending upon, you know, what you want, what you make out of it. I mean, it's like anything, right? It's like what you put into it is what you get out of it. But, but, you know, I was thinking about this topic and it's funny that you mentioned, I did not know you were going to mention this in your sessions, but we were talking about it. And so I've been thinking about it over the last week. And, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is like, you know, how I got started, how I learned in the industry. And I think the first time I met you, Dan, was actually at a peer group meeting. I think it's a, maybe, maybe before, I don't remember, but, but anyway, you know, I, I don't remember our first time together, Dan. I know that probably hurts your feelings. I'm, I'm very, very disappointed. <laughs> and, um, you know, I bet you don't even remember my birthday. Yeah. 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 Anniversary. Exactly. You know. exactly. 100%. So, so if you think about it, right. I, I was thinking about like, you know, what is one of the biggest determinants of success? I remember when I first got in the industry, I felt very lost. Uh, I had I had a background in leadership. I came through, you know, Air Force. I was an officer. I felt like I had tons and tons of leadership experience, yet I was getting my butt kicked. And and you know, this is old counsel. It's old wisdom, but it's very applicable. And that is, you know, one of the biggest determinants of success. It's pretty simple, right? You find someone who's doing what you want to do. You get to know that person. And then you do what they do, meaning that you learn from them. And I know in my own experience when, and I've talked about this in, in previous episodes, but, you know, Mr. Dave Boos and, and Dan, you helped Dave sell his company. Um, yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Super good guy. But I, you know, I saw him speak at a conference and man, immediately after he spoke, I went up, gave him my card. He lived in Richmond, which is far enough away from my market. You know, I was in the Raleigh market at the time only. And, and, and it really, you know, it evolved into kind of this mentor model where I had a lot of one-on-one meetings with him. I would go up quarterly. We would go through my numbers. We would go through what I was doing. And it was kind of a, it was a beneficial relationship because, you know, here I am pushing in my mind, you know, th- this is me giving my side of the story. And, and, you know, I'm always the hero and always the winner. and I don't do anything wrong. No, I, this is you know, true. I would, <laughs> so I would go up. And I would be showing him, you know, things in technology. I'd be talking to him about internet marketing. And so, so the goal I had was to give him something, but, you know, I got a ton out of it because, you know, he, I mean, I can't share Dave's numbers and I can't share what Dave did, but let me just tell you, the man knew how to run a business. You know, he wasn't the biggest company, but probably one of the most profitable companies I've ever seen. And, and he ran a really sharp and tight business. And so I had the benefit of learning from him. This is how you do it. And that really is kind of a mentor model, you know, which is very different than from a peer group model. You know, when we talk about peer groups, peer groups is a, it's kind of a different dynamic because, you know, in a mentor model, it's one-on-one, you're very much into the details. Uh, oftentimes, you know, you got to be able to give something really valuable to the person that's mentoring. I know now we will do this and I don't ask for anything in return because it's kind of my way of giving back. Right. I I know for a fact that I'm not where I'm at today because of my own smarts. It's because I found other people who are way smarter than me. I replicated what they did and I learned from them, basically did what they did. And lo and behold, it works. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's the beauty of the industry, right? We have a very simple business model. It's not easy to execute, but it's very simple. And if you can get with the right person to just show you how that works, that's pretty interesting stuff. But let's talk about peer groups uh, yep. and, and how they work. But but mentor, and by the way, I highly recommend a, a mentorship model as well, Um the, the cool thing about peer groups is, you know, you, you grow up together. And uh, let's mm-hmm. let, let's talk about uh, your observations on that. So the first model is mentor model. And I'm going to talk about when that may be appropriate as you develop as an entrepreneur, as you develop as a business owner, even as you develop as a manager. The peer group model is a little bit different where, you know, the mentor is one on one. I almost view a peer group as a board of directors. Meaning that it, and this is going to sound so obvious, but I have to say it, it is, it is a group of your peers and, and there is a broader group, right? Where they have more ideas, they have more experience. You know, the good thing about mentor model is that you can get very dialed in on the details. The downside of a mentor model is that you get one perspective, you know, with a peer group, it's a lot different. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, Dan and I are members of several peer groups and there are some who are rocking, rock solid. They hold each other accountable. They're doing really, really well. There are others that, I mean, straight up dumpster fire. <laughs> I don't want to even go there. Yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying is true. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, it, you know, if, if, if you just go because it's a social event, that it, that that's not yes. the right uh, yeah. thing to do. And yeah. uh, you're turning red. Very well, it's because <laughs> I had to say it, but anyway, yeah. so yes. So, you know, you almost like, you know, the, where the mentor model is kind of a one-on-one, the peer group for me is very, very important because, you know, when you think about it, when you're running a business, when you're a top leader, it's, you can't go somewhere in the company and say, Hey, what do you think about this? Or, Hey, I'm thinking about this or challenge me on this. And so, you know, having this board of directors, you know, oftentimes, you know, as much as we like to think that we're, you know, princess unicorns, you know, we typically problems that we're having, I can almost guarantee someone else has had that problem. And there's probably someone in that group who's overcome that problem. And so, you know, what I will tell you is that, you know, having a board of directors is very, very valuable because you have a broad group, you have more ideas and you have more experience. Now, just remember that not all ideas are great and not all ideas are going to directly apply to your business. Right. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but so, so that's kind of my experience. I want to get into what that means. Like what is a peer group? We've already talked about, you know, the board of directors idea, but really what it is, is it's a group of guys or gals, right? A group of industry leaders. Most of the time it's business owners. They meet together consistently. You know, I, I have been in peer groups where we met quarterly. I've been in peer groups where we met annually. Um, I would say it really depends on your group. If you're a group of really young entrepreneurs, you're just getting started. When I say young, I'm talking about life cycle of your business. I'm not talking about age. Um, Quarterly is probably good because you're like in the first year of a baby, right? Every single week, the baby's doing something new. Like no week is the same. And I would say it's the same way in your business, right? When your first probably four to five years, I don't know that any week's the same. You're growing so fast and things are changing so quickly. A quarterly meeting is actually a, probably a pretty good cadence. If you're in a much more mature business, you know, I, I don't know why I'm talking about 
babies and adolescents and adults here. I guess we could get into elderly as well. I don't know, but we you know can. that cadence. <laughs> <laughs> that cadence is going to be a little bit longer because things do change, but they're not going to change a ton. You know, the, the rate of change is not going to be as much right now. My favorite peer group, we meet twice a year and that's a pretty good cadence. We do kind of a year in and then we do a mid-year check-in. And so, so nonetheless, I mean, it's, you know, that's what it is. It's your board of directors where you guys are meeting. And just remember when I say guys, I'm just talking about the group. You're meeting consistently <clears throat> and you have a set agenda and, and you're holding each other accountable. Now, let me tell you what a peer group's not. And I have to be cautious when I say this, but I just have to say it. Number one is that sometimes people join peer groups and they know it all. And, and their right. peer group is the place right. where they can dispense how smart they are and how well they're doing. And they don't show any vulnerability and they don't get real. If that's your, and look, you have to be, honest right with yourself and you got to be willing to show people your dirt because otherwise a peer group's not going to benefit you at all the second thing that a peer group is not is a place of empty commitments one of the things i have observed a lot especially from business owners now and is is that you can get away with saying you're going to do something and then not do it and there are no consequences right who's going to go to the owner and say well you did this you said you're going to do this but you didn't do it Right. Maybe they'll do it when they're quitting. <laughs> right. But they're not going to do it, you know, mid cycle. And so, you know, a peer group's not a place where you're going to come in and show everyone how smart you are and, and play the game of I'll make commitments, but I won't follow through. Mm -hmm. And then under the cell sounds horrible, but I just have to say it. The number three thing that a peer group is not, and sometimes I think people confuse this, is that it's a vacation club. Like, you know, the, the, the point of the peer group is like, hey, how can I use the company, Don? And I think there are peer groups out there that do this. Now, this is Donnie's perspective. To me, a vacation, I take vacations with my family. I take vacations with my friends. It's great if you can be my friend. It's great if we can be friends in the peer group, but I'm there for a business reason. Right? That's my it's motivation. so funny. We, we, we have a lot of peer groups that we do in these destinations and they're, oh yeah, let's, let's do it, you know, at this great place. And we go there and you know what happens? I fly in, we do the peer group and I fly out. And sometimes I look out at the window and, you know, yeah. if we're in a beautiful beach or a mountainous place, I get to see it from the, uh, oh, yeah. so, so, uh, but, 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 you know, it, it, it's up to the group. It's up to the personality of the group. The, the one thing that I would say is that, yes, that from a, um, uh, a board of director, corporate governance uh, perspective, peer groups are terrific. They're also uh, really good for, hey, I'm buying a new whatever uh, copy machine. What, what, you know, what, uh, you know, where can I get that? Uh, what, what, what have you guys found? So right. you, you can bounce off purchasing ideas. You can bounce off marketing ideas. I tried this, um, you know, uh, uh, different uh, systems. So, so it's a, a corporate governance, but also an operational, Hey, what do you guys do? What, what, what could we do better? And, and, and the right peer groups are really a lot of fun and very educational. But uh, I think that um, as you said, one of the things that you do when you're the boss, when you're the owner, you have nobody to hold you accountable. When you show up at these peer groups, at the end, you make these commitments. Okay, for the next group, I'm going to, or for the next meeting, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. You show up and you haven't done it. Um, it's just like, you know, people just start throwing things at you. You know, oh, it's, it's, trust it's, me, uh, man. I'm surprised, Dan, you're not talking because I, I, I may have, may have, may have not have been known to make someone else get very emotional when they show yes. up. 
and have not yes, followed yes. through on their commitments multiple times. So having said all that, that's really what a peer group is um, and what it's not. Let's talk about why you might want to do it. You know, it, and Dan just hit on this. And I would say the number one reason that I enjoy peer groups is actually is the accountability. You know, for me, now this is just my personality. When I know I'm on the hook and I've got to come back and report what I did, I pay attention. And that, that could apply for every part of my life. You know, it, it, that could apply for losing weight. That could apply for saving money. That also applies for growing my business. When I personally know that I made commitments to six, 10, 12 other people, and the next time we meet, I have to report on what I did. You know, my personality is such that I'm going to be accountable. And, and even if I don't make the numbers, it forces me to sit down and say, here's what I thought. And here's what happened. And so it's a very, very good learning exercise. Um, you know, and so for me, I think the number one why, at least for me, is accountability because it keeps me in that area where I'm just a little uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, well, the embarrassment factor is yeah, terrific. I yeah. mean, okay. and, and, and again, you, even you, if you I go to school and you, I, I don't have my homework. Yeah, I, I can think <laughs> of a, one group. And, and Dan, I know you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about when I say this, but I'm not going to say his name. But he would come to our groups and be like, I suck. I didn't make my numbers. I didn't do this. I just suck at this. I suck at that. But the nice thing that he would do is he would say, now, this is why I did not make my number. And what he ultimately ended up doing was he turned a very, very unvaluable business into a $4 million asset when he got done. And he did it in a span of about five years. And so <clears throat> point being is that, you know, the biggest why for me is the accountability piece. A, a group of people to hold me accountable to do what I said I'm going to do. And then the second part is that moment to reflect when I do hit my goals and when I don't hit my goals, because when you don't have, when you're kind of just a, you know, entity into yourself, sometimes you don't do that kind of hard thinking. So that's, that's, that's why number one, why number two, Dan mentioned this before, but it's all about getting ideas. Some of the greatest ideas I've implemented at Triangle, shocking as it sounds, actually didn't come from me. <laughs> you <know? Well. laughs> <laughs> newsflash newsflash <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's true right when you know what you are looking for is you know this is the huge this is such a big challenge in peer groups everyone wants to be the smallest company in the peer group everyone wants to be now let's just do a little math here if everyone wants to be the smallest company is there will there ever be a group i am in several groups and in some groups i am the largest and my role is to teach and to train and to help and to get ideas from companies. I mean, I always tell people all the time, one of my favorite phrases is nothing drives innovation like desperation. So I like smaller companies because they're scrappy. <laughs> well, it's, you know, what's really funny is you're, you're absolutely right. Everybody. Oh, oh, well, I can get into your peer group and right. well, will I be the smallest guy? And um, you may be. But I'm running a, uh, a turf care peer group right now, and the smallest company in the group are a couple of young guys who understand marketing, social media, Hootsuite, all of this stuff. And these guys are just incredible. 
they've just started a couple of years ago. They're definitely the smallest. And you've got companies in that group who are doing eight, $10 million who are just spellbound by their knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it's not always like, you know, it, it, you know, who always, uh, you know, we, we uh, sponsor associate the associated group, which is, I don't know if it's a peer group, but it's, it's, it's an industry group. And I'm always amazed by Bobby Jenkins, who's probably the largest guy in that group. And he sits at the table and the younger guys or the smaller guys are, are, are talking and he's taking notes. Now mm-hmm. that is pretty cool. Um, and so it, it's not always about being the smallest guy because the biggest guy doesn't always have all the answers. Right. Um, and, and if you take that to the nth level, look at like the Terminexes, the Orkins, the, the Renekills and just their, their computer systems for them to turn on a dime. They can't do it. Right. The bigger you get, it's harder to turn on a dime and innovation comes from the smaller guy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly exactly what's really cool about these peer groups, especially being the small, um, you know, company and, and the small guys learn. But if, if you're a small guy, you've got to bring something to the group. You can't just take, take, take. You have to have something that everybody's interested in. Well, you know, as I've aged, there's something I've learned and I'll, and I'll pass it along. By the way, you've aged very nicely with your compliment. I think it's a backhanded compliment, but I'll take anything yes, I get. <laughs> yes, you look like Johnny Neutron, but uh, <laughs> Jimmy so, Neutron or whatever yeah. that name is. <laughs> uh, you know, the thing I have learned really is I am not, I used to be impressed upon the size of a business. If someone was at 20 million, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Ben, they're killing it. Someone's at a hundred million, like, oh my gosh, Ben, they're doing so well. I have learned as I've aged, the numbers don't impress me. Momentum does. What I'm looking for is what is this company doing? You know, you could easily sit on a third generation guy who's sitting at 10 million. And, you know, from an outward experience, you know, outward appearance, you're like, well, if they're at 10 million, they obviously know what they're doing. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> so, so one of the things I have learned is, is that pay less attention to revenue numbers and look more at momentum. Momentum to me is really, that's where the value is at. And so, you know, when, when you think about, um, you know, where do you, what kind of group do you want to be in? I personally like being in the middle of the pack. I like folks who are larger than me. I like folks who are smaller than me. Um, that for me is a is kind of a sweet spot because you know if there's some folks in there bigger than you, I promise you they have dealt with issues that you're going to be dealing with in the next two to five years. Whether or not they have the momentum, they they have dealt with them. And likewise, if you've got someone smaller than you, they're probably going to be bringing a ton of innovation into your group. And so I just think that you know this idea that I want to be the smallest guy in a group or I want to be the smallest, you know person in the group. That's just not a good strategy. I I like kind of middle of the pack. And then, you know, the last why is that, you know, there's an ability to help in very specific ways. And what I mean by that is that I have taken ideas that I've learned in peer groups and I have implemented them at Triangle, meaning that I went to one of my peer group uh, companies, sat down with them, walked through how they did it, and then brought it back. Like it was very, very specific if that makes sense. It wasn't like, you know, you go to a presentation and you're like, Hey, you got to get in a mosquito. Oh, you need to add this. You need to do that. And you get this nice broad stroke. And then it's like, now go figure it out. No, I can go to a company and sit down, take notes, watch it happen, 
get on the phone with someone. I mean, so that's a very big why for me. I think it's really, really important. It's just, it's just building your network, understanding what's out there. So anything else to add to why's before we move yeah, on? It's, to it, it's also, uh, you, you can get your, you know, maybe you have a, a call room manager and so, and somebody else in the uh, uh, group has a call room manager and you can get the two together and they can exchange notes and, and whatnot. And it's, it's pretty cool. And, and the, the peer groups that I've been involved with, uh, you know, none of them compete in the same markets. So that's, yeah. you can yeah. basically share anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's, that's pretty important, um, you know, uh, but, you know, sometimes you get, uh, you know, uh, uh, somebody who's real far South and somebody who's real far North and running a business in the South is a lot different than, you know, uh, big snowstorms and things like that. So oh, yeah. you get an interesting perspective, but yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I like the fact that it's not just the owner sharing, it can be uh, team members as well. So let's talk about when it's a good idea to join a peer group. You know, we've talked about the why, we've talked about kind of some some guidelines. You know, here's, and I'm not telling you that this is the answer, this is Donnie's answer, okay? For me, if you're working in your business, meaning that you're doing stops, you're in the office, you're doing whatever, that's when you probably need a mentor. You know what I mean? Like you're going to need that individual attention and you're not really, in my mind, going to be able to bring a ton to a peer group. So I don't know that it's the right time. When you're at a point that you're actually working on your business, that's when peer groups are helpful. Meaning that you have time. I'm not saying that, you know, actively. No, you're right. When you're thinking strategy, that's a peer group. Right. When you're running stops, that's not a peer group. That's right. So, so for me, the biggest delineator, when do I use a mentor? When do I go to a peer group? It really is when you have the ability to start working on your business. If you're so small, you're running stops, you're dealing with customers, meaning that, you know, you're on the phones and you literally have no time at all to devote to strategic things. You really need to get with a mentor. That that's who, that's going to be a better use of your time than going to a peer group where you've got folks talking about, you know, managers and they've got, and you're just, it's just not your world. Once you kind of worked yourself into the office and <clears throat> you really are focused on strategy, now you can start bringing stuff to the group and you can really benefit from it because you can sit in a peer group meeting and someone start talking about this new marketing strategy. If you're out running stops and dealing with customers, it's like, well, that's a great strategy. Don't have time. <laughs> It's just not going to be useful for you. Uh, our business is different. We we yeah. we we can't do that. We're a, right. we're a much different business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I can't tell you how many times. I it, that. Any other thoughts about when to go, Dan? Before we move on to how? how no, I think that that's a really really good observation. And oh, by the way, if you're running stops and and doing that, you have to go as quickly as possible to get mm-hmm. to a point where you get yourself in the office and start working on your business and not in your business. I will tell you just a quick story because, you know, I don't like telling stories, but but when I started Triangle, I had built some savings and man, I ran to a million dollars as fast as I could, which that read that to me. My first two years, I blew through, oh, probably about 400 grand of my own savings that I had just to get the business to a million so I could get my way. So I could get off. I, I just I just remember when I tried to raise the accounting fees that you flipped out at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, hey, and that hasn't changed today either, my friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know why we're good? We're, we're expensive because we're good. <laughs> and, so, and by the way, if you don't think that about your service, then you got to rethink. Oh, yeah, yeah so. for sure. For sure. So let's talk about how you do this, right? I mean, I think a lot of people probably have heard of peer groups. Um, hopefully, you know the value of doing it or the value of not doing it, depending on where you're at. Let's talk about how to do it. Well, number one rule I would say is going back to this whole principle that I've talked about before, which is, you know, I would be trying to surround myself with companies with momentum. You know, I'm not telling you don't pay attention to revenue, but, but companies with momentum is really who you want to, you know, that's who you want to pull around. Number two is talk to a connector. A connector would be someone like Dan, someone like myself. I'm not telling you that we're connected in the industry and we're some, I mean, Dan's a big rock star. Okay. I'm not. All right. But I'm just saying like, (laughs) but you know, what I mean by a connector is, is that someone who knows a lot of folks in the industry, because oftentimes they can see things in you and they can see things in other companies that like, yeah, that might make a good dynamic. Um, And then number three, in terms of how is I would, Dan mentioned this before, but you need to make sure like I would not be going to my state association and then grabbing everyone in my market and saying, Hey, let's do a peer group because it's just not going to work. Everyone may like the idea to begin with, but man, I'll tell you what, when it comes to marketing strategy, and I know this because, you know, I did marketing, man, the knives come out and people just are not, you want a group where you're completely transparent and you're completely vulnerable, right? You're, you're willing to share the bad, and you're willing to get into it. You're willing to deal in the truth, right? You're not, you're not holding anything back. You're not trying to hide anything. And so, you know, the how for that is, is that I've seen peer groups started by a business owner where they kind of took it on themselves. I've seen peer groups started by Dan. I've seen peer groups started in other ways, but you know, the how is, is that number one is to start talking, you know, start finding people who are doing it, you know, find someone who's in a peer group. Maybe there's room in there. If there's not, then, you know, talk to a moderator or, or, you know, someone that, you know, they're involved in peer groups. And so for me, those are kind of the three things to think about as you, if this is something that you're interested in. Um, not I would also that. add, so, so there are peer groups that are not industry specific. So uh, there's more of the size of the business. So, you know, Vistage or something like that, which is an outstanding organization. And I if you can get yourself involved with that, that's terrific. That's right. We, we run industry specific uh, peer groups, which I think are extremely interesting. Um, and, and, you know, there are other folks who run them as well, but yeah. Um, um, you know, you got to think about, well, do I want an industry specific one or one that might be a bunch of folks who yeah. are, or have other things in common and, and both are terrific. So I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, the good thing about going outside of the industry is, is that you're going to get a lot of business knowledge. The downside of going outside of the industry is that there are very real issues that a lot of folks may not understand. You know, you start talking about route efficiency, you start talking about you know, some product and the efficacy of that product and how people are leveraging that product. And, you know, now you need to get into something as far as the industry. And so, okay, let's, let's go to our final piece here, which is if you decide to do it and I just brain dumped, you know, some things that I think are important and some things that are to avoid and Dan, feel free to add to these lists, but let's go through first of all, and some of these are kind of a repeat and some are not, but if you decide that, hey, I want to do peer groups and this is, this is you know, for me, I think this is going to be valuable for me. It's going to hold me accountable. It's going to help me get to the next level, whatever. Number one is, is that you got to find a group that has a really good moderator. 
I cannot emphasize this enough. You know, I know this is going to shock everyone, but most business owners tend to be strong personalities. Not always, but they tend to be. So what that turns into is that you may have someone, much like myself, who likes to monologue, right? <laughs> so you'll get into a peer group. Demagogue. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So you'll get into a group and then all of a sudden, like this group turns into this, you know, this platform and, and one person is just kind of dominating the conversation and it's their way of the highway. And, and I mean, it really just turns into this thing where you need a really good moderator that can work with the egos and that can keep the meeting going and that can keep people focused. And most folks, when you get them in a peer group, like they don't even realize it, but then when a good, a good moderator can be like, Hey, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. And most people are like, yeah, you know what? You're right. We need to move on. Right. They don't get offended. And so I would just say that, you know, it's really important that whatever peer group you get into, and this could be amongst even business owners, right. That are managing it themselves. You've got to have that good moderator. That's one of, one of the things that one of the tools that we use when, when we're running the peer groups is a stopwatch. It's extremely important. <laughs> this is people off. <laughs> it just, you know, just shut them down because, you know, here, if you can't say it in this amount of time, then you can't say it at right. all. Right. So, yeah, uh, that's exactly that's, right. But it's true, man. You know, the nice thing about a stopwatch is that it doesn't have feelings. So, anyway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's a, the second that thing I will say, and, and I've mentioned this before, which is, you know, try to look for a group where you're you're kind of in the middle of the pack. You know, if you are a younger company, you can benefit from being the smallest one. And if you're a mature company, you know what? It's okay to give back to the industry. You know what I mean? And you can learn stuff from, from smaller companies. But, you know, for me, again, I want to be somewhat in the middle of the pack. And so don't get hung up on revenue. Like I said, be interested in momentum. So that, that would be the thing number two to look for. If you're a part of a peer group and, and, you, and you attend the first meeting and everyone's like, there's no energy. It's the same thing that they did before. And everyone's just kind of cruising along. Not your peer group. Just right. not. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what's interesting for, for me anyway, is uh, like second generation, third generation. Um you know the the the, the you know the, the um, older folks who are looking to retire and whatnot and uh, give it on to their kids or pass it on to their kids. This day and age with technology and everything else, the kids are really smart and really bright. And it's really what 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 needs to happen or is happening. We're here at Workwave is the, all the networking that goes on. And I love watching second generation, third generation kids just getting together who. I mean, these are going to be future leaders and that's what you want to do. You want to send leaders and future leaders to a, to a Correct. group. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I can't overemphasize the importance of a network. You know, there's been multiple times that I've had an issue, picked up a phone and literally within 30 seconds had another person on the other side of the, on the phone helping me through it. That, that's been there. So I think that's important. The third thing I would say to look for is diversity. And, and by the way, this is not some social outcry here. When I say diversity, I'm talking about diversity in services. I'm talking about diversity in location. I'm talking about diversity in business structure. It's just going to force you to think harder. If everyone is doing, like we call it the Donnie program in one of our groups. If everyone does the Donnie program, you're not really learning a whole lot from that. And, you know, the reality of it is. I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't want that, right? I don't want everyone who's 
thinking that, well, Donnie's got it all figured out and, you know, let's all do Donnie's for that. I, I, I would highly recommend that you don't do that because the reality of it is, is that if you do that, there's not a whole lot you're going to take away from it other than being in like an echo chamber, right? If you want to do that, then get on Facebook and talk about politics. But anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, uh, um, so uh, let's, so, so make sure that when you arrive, that you're willing to give as well as take, right? And make sure, you know, have a couple of tidbits that, that, that you think, that, you know, since the last meeting, we've done some pretty cool things and here they are, right? right. Um, usually what we do with our peer groups is there's a, um, a deck, we, we give you the deck template. And you fill out that template before you arrive. We used to have um, you submit all your financials. I mean, like and and all your routing, uh, you know, from the routing software, all the reports and whatnot. And some some groups we still do it, but we don't really review it. We just put it up there, and if you want to look at it, so you have questions. Um, but but really, the deck is is a, is a pretty cool way to do it because it keeps you organized you know you can go over you know marketing operations finance uh you know um, vehicle purchasing and things like that so and do, you, uh, do you know who that deck's most valuable for dan go ahead you the business owner i yeah. learned so much putting together data from my business because it forces me to dig a lot deeper and to analyze a lot more when I know I have to present it and I have to explain it and I have to understand it. It's so easy to look at numbers and just take them at face value. When you are putting together a deck, it's like journaling. It just forces you to think a lot deeper. And so for me, I, I agree with you 100%. Let's, let's move on before we close. Well, that is, well, let, let me just bring in uh, one that you just made me think of. A lot of our peer group members are also our accounting clients. And that's when we get a lot of the phone calls. Hey, what does this mean? What does this mean? Mm -hmm. As if they don't look at their numbers normally, but because oh, no, that's, it's impossible. The they would, yeah. group, you know, they, 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 all of a sudden they call, what does this mean? How, how come you, we, we did this yeah. and that? And, and, mm -hmm. and so he, from, from our perspective uh, or, you know, you, get more value out of PCO bookkeepers. I can tell you that uh, uh, when you're uh, putting your deck together. But uh, I mean, when you were a coal march, it's probably the same, right? You know, 100%. Uh, yeah. 100%. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about pitfalls to avoid. And and I've mentioned a lot of these, but, and, and by the way, this is not the list. This is Bonnie's list. So I, I just want to put that disclaimer out there. There may be some things on here that you like, um, but um, you know, I would say these are things that I try to avoid. Number one, it's all about priorities. I don't view peer groups as vacation clubs. I take vacations with my family, period, dot, right? Not to, if I can go somewhere and it's nice, great, but I'm there for a business purpose. So that's pitfall number one. Pitfall so are we two. talking uh, St. Thomas or ta Tampa? What, uh... Well, you know, here's the thing. I am okay <laughs> with going to St. Thomas, but you know, funny story, quick story. Yeah. I've been to Hawaii probably over 20 times. And let me tell you the funky thing about that. I have vacationed at Hawaii one time. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that, when I flew in the military, you know, Hawaii was a great place for a fuel stop. And so we would fly all day and, you know, late into the evening, we'd land and we were on the ground about 17 hours. That's enough to get sleep, to get fueled up. And I saw a ton of Hawaii on the climb out. But, you know, I was there for a job, right? I wasn't there to vacation. You know, I went back to Hawaii with my family. Like, man, this is pretty freaking great. 
but my point is, is like you need to kind of view. And again, this is Donnie's opinion. I think you need to view peer groups kind of in the same way. It's there to serve a business purpose. If you want a vacation club, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I'm just yeah, telling you, this is, this is Donnie's program. Okay. Second thing I would say is pitfall to avoid is leave your ego at your house. I have seen this happen in peer groups before, and it is detrimental to the group. And that is someone puts out something and then they take offense when someone critiques it. You know, you're signing up to have people look at your dirt and to critique your dirt. If you can't take that or whatever reason, like you can't accept that, don't sign up for a peer group. It's not going to do you any good, right? You, right. You, you might need to go get some therapy. I don't know. Who knows, right? But you're... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just making the point that it's a pitfall, right? You, you have to be completely humble. And I'm not telling you that if someone says something and you're like, man, that person is so crazy. You smile and you say, thank you. That's great. You don't well, have it, you, you, you got to have thick skin because yeah. people will beat you up and 100%. And, and that's just the nature of it. And it, it's, uh, you know, you, you, you definitely have that thick skin. Let's, and you have let, to remember let's leave it at that. I was yeah. going to say, you just have to remember that in the end, everyone wants the same thing, which is we're all trying to get better and getting better. It's not, I mean, I can't think of anything that I've achieved worthwhile sitting on the couch, right? It's just, it's, it's, you're going to have to look at the hard stuff. And so you just got to be, only thing I will, I will just close this out by saying, make sure you keep your ego at your home and just be very humble. The third thing I would say to avoid is that everyone's perfect. Sometimes, you know, Dave Ramsey has a quote that I love. He's, and his quote says, when you're doing well, everyone, every, everyone thinks you better than you really are. And when you're doing bad, everyone thinks you're worse than you really are. <laughs> and the point here being is that sometimes it's easy to go to these groups or to go to like Pest World or even WorkWave Conference. And you see these folks and you think, man, man, they got it all figured out. And then you start digging and you're like, oh, no, they don't. And so just a, pit for, a pitfall to avoid is to assume because you see a revenue number or someone says something that is smart doesn't necessarily mean that they got it all figured out. So just, and that's just being wise, right? I mean, I'm not telling you, it's just don't fall into that because not everyone has all the answers and what may work in Raleigh doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work in California or it's going to work somewhere else. And it's some sort of perfect strategy, right? It's just, so I think that's probably an easy way of saying, think for yourself. Okay. Um, okay. So I don't know what number this is, but Taking and not giving I mean you show up to a peer group, not prepared. You show up to a peer group, not really giving and you show up to a peer group, not really contributing. That's what I call someone on the way out, meaning that I wouldn't stay in a peer group with you very long. So that's another pitfall. Make sure that you're contributing and that um, you're actively engaged in the discussion. Sometimes, you know, when you're with a peer group, it's like a day and a half, two day meetings. That's a long time. It's a really long time. And it's very easy for you to kind of be dialed in on your company and no one else. It's kind of selfish. Don't do that. It's a pitfall to avoid. Next one is scheduling. <clears throat> if you're going to join a peer group, make sure you prioritize it and that you make your meetings, right? You don't do anyone any good by holding a seat and then not showing up or showing up 50, 40, 30% of the time. Um, and then the last pitfall I'll say is staying in too long. And what I mean by that is that if you were the group and the momentum's gone and you're not getting anything out of it, be okay to end it. You're not yeah, married. Bow out. Yep. Yeah. 
it's nothing wrong with that at all, right? It's just like, hey, it's time for me to I'm not getting out of this what what I need in my business, and you know, just be a. And maybe it's time for another group. You know, yeah, maybe you exactly. went to another level, and maybe the groups and and the groups definitely have a life cycle, and and um, you know, so uh, um, you got to think about that as well. But but one of the things that I see is uh, a lot of friendships are made, you know, yeah. over and above the peer group, which is absolutely neat, so. I I will tell you some of the best friends I've made in the industry have been in my peer groups. I mean, I have some really good friends and I mean, and they will be lifelong friends, even after I'm done and done with the industry and and they're done, we're, we're still going to be buds, right? We're still going to reach out to each other. And so Dan, anything to add there? um, Yeah. If anybody's interested in joining a peer group, I mean, here's a selfless, selfless plug. Uh, We are uh, doing peer groups and expanding them and, uh, Maybe we could get Donnie to help uh, facilitate them as well. But uh, but that's you know uh, uh, you know we've been doing it for quite a while. And uh, if you're interested, uh, uh, why don't you email me Dan at pcobookkeepers.com. Happy to uh, answer any questions. And you know if if you think it's right for you, we we definitely would um, you know um, we'd love to uh, put you in a peer group. Or if we get enough interest, maybe start another one. So yeah. And I will, you know, the thing I'll add to that is that, you know, we, we obviously do this. I am, it's not a self-promotion at all. You could easily do this on your own. You can do it with another, you know, Absolutely. I, I, I'm just making the point. I mean, the whole point of this episode really is to, I wanted to do the episode because I think this is something that has been very valuable to me in growing my business and also growing my leadership because I've had the benefit of being around some really sharp folks in peer groups and I've learned a lot. And so I just want to share that with all of you. And so with that, Just a reminder that all the resources and topics that we talked about today are available on the podcast website, pnpindustryinsider.com. Just take a look under show notes. And as always, we enjoy and appreciate any ratings and reviews. Just make sure that they're positive towards me and negative towards Dan. And with that, we're going to sign off. We'll see you all next time. Take care. Take care. See you.